I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is the show where two friends sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweet spots where their fandoms intersect. My name is Jordan Ferguson. I'm in Toronto, Ontario. Joining me on the other line, lounging from the scenic satellite branch in Hamilton, Ontario, is your girl, Caitlin McKinnon. Hi, everyone. You are listening to episode 199, as are they all from now till question mark. Until we are in such a place where we can properly commemorate episode 200, every episode is episode 199. If you would like to listen to all the other episode 199s or any of our other 199 episodes, look us up wherever you get your audio content. Just search Geek Down Podcast. We will appear. Hit subscribe every week. Your man's... Chauncey Frostalicus Third, Geek Down Internet Elf. Girl, he's going to bring those episodes directly to your device. You don't have to do anything anything he lives to serve if you would like to say thank you to chauncey or would like some clarity regarding what's going on with these this episode numbering you can reach us on social media primarily twitter Twitter. to be totally honest i don't know how much i want to be there right now we'll get to that but it is the best way to get a hold of us or we have a facebook or we have an email address geekdumpod at gmail.com and so on and so forth we don't have much else to do so i mean we'll get back to you eventually if you would like to thank us financially, don't. We're cool. Save your money. Keep your change. If you find a five spot on the street and you're like, want to do a good deed, I mean, you can buy us a coffee, ko-fi.com slash geekdownpod. We will put it to the fund to buy giant cans of grocery store coffee because we are never going to Tim Hortons again. Or Bellwoods Trinity Park, apparently. Oh, we'll get to it. Okay, so friends, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't know how long this episode's going to be. I don't know how chill of a hang this episode's going to be. Um, there's been some news in the world. Um, really kind of, you know, from areas of the world that are, like, probably more, definitely more relevant to me than Kate, but, like, have greatly affected me. Um... And they are, while they are news, they are also, like, affected me personally. And I'm going to put this out front at, like, minute, you know, two, that there will be talk about things like self-harm and bullying and things like that. So let this be your content warning. Um, I let Kate know about that yesterday because I didn't want to be like, hey, welcome to the show. Here's all this awful stuff we're going to talk about. Which was very kind of him. (laughs) So, I mean, how have you been in general this week, Kate? Because i got to be honest, this has not been like, this has been a pretty, even before any of the stuff from the last couple of days hit, like, this was a rough week for me as it was. Um, I think it's it was not a rough week, but it's definitely a, there's some tumultuousness mm. in the air because... Even where I work, there is some question. There are some questions about um, when layoffs are going to start. Right. Not if, but when. Mm-hmm. 
and then there's sort of you know there's nothing in the contract because no one had ever anticipated anything like this so there's sort of these questions about who and when and if and and there are no answers so i think this is sort of the week of no answers um and the way that people kind of yeah, and the way that people kind of have been responding to that, because like Kate made mention of Trinity Bellwoods Park here in Toronto, um, this is the first week in Ontario where we went, the narrative kind of went from things are going pretty good, like you know, all things considered, we talked recently about how like things are going pretty good. We only had 300 new cases today. Uh, okay, we have different ideas of what very good is, but they were starting to give a little slack to the people, right? Like stores were reopening. Uh, Some stores were being allowed to reopen. Um, They were talking about, uh, well, they had opened parks. So before you like could not even sit on a bench in a park. Yeah. Parks were just closed. And be like, move on. And now they're like, don't use the benches because it's still like a high touch area, but you can like have a picnic blanket or you can, um, you know, jog through or, or play a sport there. Right. Um, but you cannot, like, don't use the equipment there, don't use the benches, anything that was high touch. So, yeah, some of those restrictions are getting eased a little bit. And some of y'all has just taken this as license to, like, act as normal. Because you're bored. And I get it. The weather's nice. It's a gorgeous weekend here in Toronto. I had to, I'm in shorts. I had to like turn the fan on for the first time this season. Like I get it. It's nice out. And I low key thought yesterday when I was up early for the grocery run, I was on my way back at like eight 45 in the morning. I was like, maybe I'll go out. Maybe I'll go see the homie. He I know they're open again with like, you know, proper distancing measures. I might not even go in the store. I might just, you know, roll up, bump elbows, say, Hey, stay safe. Lord knows I could use the walk. Um, <laughs> And do all that. And even just on my way back, the energy in Toronto was like, Mm-mm, I'm not going out in this because y'all motherfuckers are going to think it's open season. Spoiler alert, they did. There were like a thousand people in Trinity Bellwoods yesterday. And fuck yeah, all y'all. This is not over because you're bored. Or because the weather's nice. And you miss patios. Like, I saw some kid on Instagram who, like, went out to see her friends this week and was like, everybody's always, then the, the next thing is to be on your Instagram going, don't be coming for me and my friends because we've been home. And I was like, yeah, yeah we, but you're not home now. We all have. And you realize you don't, like, build up immunity. You don't, like, not get the coronavirus because you've been home for two months. Miss, you have the coronavirus. But I stayed home for two months. Yes, but then you left the house and broke your quarantine circle and, like, saw a bunch of people that you haven't seen for a while. But I stayed home for two months. Yes, I understand that, miss, but that's not how epidemiology works. You expose yourself and other people. So now you have the coronavirus. And you could be a carrier. You have no idea. <laughs> and and now you're just problem. spreading it. Like you're just throwing glitter out into the world. Good for you. Anyway, I low-key think I'm going to like you know step out to go see Hisa today when we finish recording. I don't know how that's going to go. Also, can I keep my mask in my pocket and put it on as needed, or do I have to wear it on my face the whole time? I don't know. I'll have to Google that. Um, well, okay. I, all right. I, I was going to... You know, you know about gonna... that? Hey, hit me if you know if you know right now. Well, I'm just going to say that, like, if you are breathing into your mask, 
and then you're touching your mask and then touching other things, that's bad. No, I mean, like, put it in my pocket to leave the house so I'm not, like, physically exerting myself with the mask on, which I oh. would prefer not to. It's uncomfortable. No, no, no. That, that's fine. But once you put it on... It yeah, it's on. It, yeah. Once you put it on, it's on. And then you should only be taking it off once you... Um, when you get home or when you're about to get home. <sighs> I, got, I got my one Lucy in this week. So, I mean, the postal service is working to a certain extent. If it's a little loose, I can't, I can't win. I got this one that hangs up, not quite like a feed bag, but it's a little looser than I would like. And these other, like, you know, the cut, the five pack I got last week, which is like literally strapping a Bane mask to my face and just like. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. Right. All right, let's get to the news, folks. As said at the top, this is going to this is going to be a bummer. I don't know what to tell you. This is going to be a bummer. Um, two bummers. The first bummer is when I noticed on, I think it was Thursday when I hopped on Twitter and saw the announcement that a guy named Zach Birchie had passed away. Um, Zach Birchie, and apologies if I'm mispronouncing his name. Um, Action Zaku on Twitter, ANN Zach, however you want to call it. He was the executive editor, editor in chief. He was a big deal at the anime news network for the better part of 20 years. Like I was reading, he was the original answer man column writer. Like I was reading this dude. Um, I remember reading answer man at my parents' house. Like when I was deep in my first run of, of anime fandom, like building the VHS library, like I would read the answer man column. Um, this dude always had great insights on too. I remember him always being like when the people would write in being like, I want to be a voice actor in Japan and him being like, that's never going to happen. Let me tell you why. Uh, (laughs) Not to be mean, but it's like, it's way harder than you think it is. And these are all the reasons because of the corporate culture there as well. Not even if you can speak Japanese or not, like all the other things that you have to deal with, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I did not know him cordially, even like online or anything like that. Um, no cause of death was revealed, although some Twitter threads from people he worked with acknowledge struggles with depression. His website, the headline is basically like reformed alcoholic. Like he said, he's acknowledged his, he had acknowledged his issues with addiction and things like that, but nothing's been confirmed one way or the other. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. Everything I've seen online, nobody really had anything bad to say about this guy. Like he was a real sort of connector in the Western anime journalism fandom community like right if he liked you and he thought you were you know worth the effort he made the effort and would connect people or give them opportunities when he could and things like that and i mean the best compliment i can think to give the dude is he seemed to have a knack for pissing off the right people like (laughs) right he had no time for chuds and chuds really didn't like him um and he had no time he had no problem telling them what he thought of them. Um, and yeah, that was, that was sad. Number one. So rest in peace to Zach Burchie and condolences to all the folks who, uh, knew and loved him. Um, the other one, my mind is still, uh, reeling from. So I'd mentioned last week that I had like recently decided to, um, let Terrace House back into my life. Yeah. Because um, it was too hard to watch when the trip fell apart. And, you know, I didn't really want to see 
gorgeous looking places that I was supposed to go to and could not go to, but you know, I was kind of feeling better or having an all right couple of weeks, even though I'm slowly coming to realize, Hey, the geek down mental health update. Um, I think the trip and planning for it was kind of pasting over a lot of things I wasn't happy about personally. Right. And I'm realizing that with that gone, Hey, look what's left. All that stuff I was ignoring for the past year. Mm. <laughs> Welcome back. It's a tough hang. No, real tough hang. So I've been watching Terrace House and I mentioned last week that I just got into these episodes where the pro wrestler had arrived. This girl, Hannah, yes. who was a wrestler, with the Stardom promotion. Fun fact, Stardom bought by Bushi Road, which is the company that owns all the Wife for World Games. Um, oh. And had also recently partnered, or or Bushi Road bought them too, I don't know, had bought New Japan Pro Wrestling, the biggest promotion in Japan. So Stardom had essentially become the women's division for New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is a huge deal right. in Japan. Anyway, I watched a bunch of episodes on... Friday night and you know they were fine Hannah was clearly the standout I loved what she had just had this she has this crazy energy you know she shows up her first episode with these like pink box braids like and you see and you get to see her like you know they go to her matches um she's got a crush on the basketball player but that's probably not gonna work out but um things like that her and Pepe get along really well um and uh, I'd watched a few episodes. She ends up kind of being like a transitional member, whereas like an entire like cast rotation happens like on her watch, right? Like gets to a point where right. everyone she was in the house with when she got there leaves but her. Um, so she ends up kind of becoming like, to an extent, the elder stateswoman of the house. Anyway, <laughs> for reasons that I can't even explain to you, I went on the Terrace House Reddit around i'd watched a bunch of episodes it was maybe 10 o'clock on friday night said, that's enough i want to be up early tomorrow i don't want to watch any more of this and for some reason i ended up on the terrace house reddit i don't know why and the lead story on there was just have you guys seen this and it was a cross post from the wrestling subreddit squared circle and the headline was what's going on with hannah kimura and Apparently, she had posted really graphic self-harm photos on Twitter on Friday afternoon. Mm. Um, and a lot of the talk on this Reddit thread was, you know, people checking Twitter. Had any, what's going on? Had anybody gotten to her? Um, you know, was she safe? And when it was, as far as I could see from that point... It seemed like people either from her company or, you know, her like stable mates in the rest in her and that she wrestled with had like, it seemed like people had gotten to her. Um, okay. And that she was, you know, if not okay, she was at least safe. Like people had gotten to her and, you know, I stay, still stayed up till like midnight and nothing had really been updated. I was like on Twitter, nothing had really, it was a lot of like, we'll, we'll get into why in a minute, but like, you know, the hashtag was like, you know, we love Hannah Kimura. And I threw up like a thoughts and prayers kind of post on our own Twitter and then went to bed. And when I woke up in the morning, the hashtag had gone from, we love Hannah Kimura to rest in peace, Hannah Kimura. Um, oh. because she had, 
uh, taking her own life. And, you know, people want to know how this happened or why this happened. And what makes this fucked up is it's pretty easy to point to, um, on a couple sides of things, because like, this is a weird confluence of, you know, my fandoms where you have the wrestling, you know, fans filling in the Terrace House fans on things they may not know about and vice versa. Right. So on the Terrace House side of things, there had been an episode a few weeks ago that aired in Japan, has not aired in North America yet, where this dude, he's a recent arrival. He just showed up on the last episodes I saw. His name is Kai. He is clearly has depression issues. He clearly seems to. He wants to be a stand-up comedian. He cries on stage. He They had gone on this trip, apparently, a double date. He didn't pay for anything because he never goes to work because he says he's working on his... He wants to focus on his craft, but he never does. He just kind of, like, you know, bums around the house. Um, and ultimately, Hannah had wrestled at the Tokyo Dome for, you know, as a, in a special match for new Japan's like WrestleMania, um, in January. And she had put the costume that she wore to that event in the washing machine. Kai ended up putting it through the wash twice. Ah. It's still in the washing machine. He didn't look, he did his own laundry and it, uh, it ruined the costume. It shrunk or something or damaged it completely. You know, these things are made custom to the wrestler. They cost like a thousand dollars out of pocket to get done. So she's furious about this. Um, I don't, I, like I said, I haven't seen this episode. I don't know the like exact run of events, but I know that like, as far as it plays out on the show, it's like, you see Hannah and the girls shit talking Kai for not paying anything on, for not paying for anything on this double date trip that they had gone on. To then right. her being mad that, or being furious that her costume got ruined. And then it cuts to Kai attempting to, like, do stand-up at an open mic and failing completely. Like, to the point where, like, the joke is, the setup is, you know, my mom says I'm oversensitive. And then he gets overwhelmed and starts crying on stage. Which, I mean, if it wasn't real, is actually not a bad joke. But, like... Right. So he comes home and Hannah's trying to talk to him about the costume thing or just general his behavior around the house and not being a good housemate. And he's not really responding in any sort of fashion. And Hannah cuts a promo on him, just goes in and, you know, shiftless, lazy. How are you going to, you say you want to make people happy. You can't even make the people closest to you happy. Like, how are you going to, you say you want to do these things. How are you going to do it? Typical for a Terrace House kind of chew out, but she was a little, you know, pro wrestlers are not timid people, generally. No, they're not. Um, so she she fucking hold off on him. And, you know, apparently the mortal sin was as she walked away from him, he had this baseball cap on, she smacked the baseball cap off his head. And ever since, she was just getting just the comments and the social media, the tweets and all that were just really fucking brutal. And like everybody turned on her for this. Cause she was, you know, bullying Kai. Um, and then you add into the fact that when I was looking on the, you know, Terrace house, Reddit thread, you know, confirming, 
that um, she had passed, somebody hopped in and was like, hey, uh, just let you guys know, I'm like, I'm coming from Squared Circle and I've never seen Terrorist House. I don't know anything about it. But because there was a lot of like, you know, the wrestling fans were like, we will fuck up Terrorist House people on site. Like, <laughs> right. Um, and this guy was basically hopping in to be like, for all the wrestling fans who want to come into this Reddit and start, you know, brigading on the Terrace House fans, where were you when, you know, she won some tournament and got shit talked for that? Or when people were calling her gorilla because she's mixed, she's half Indonesian, or she had to turn off the DMs, uh, you know, she had to turn off comments and DMs on her Instagram account because she was getting rape threats. Like, it was just coming from all fucking angles on this girl. Um, and she was 22, (laughs) which is a child. She's fucking 22. She was a fucking baby. And like, yeah, maybe she shouldn't have like gone off on poor Kai. Like she did, but like, but that's not worth a life. (laughs) She shouldn't be fucking dead for it. And like, it's not worth, it's not worth what, no offense, but it's not worth people getting that invested in and in, in wanting to hurt someone that badly. In, in, in any, whatever angle you're coming at, this is a fucking human being who, like, she was just so fucking lovely. And I was just so amped to, like, learn about her and follow her career. And, like, like I just, you know, discovered her, like, a week ago. And I was so excited to, like, learn more about her career up to this point and her little Tokyo Cyber Squad that she was leading in stardom and, like, and, like, her wrestling career was, she was going to get pushed to the moon. She was going to be a fucking, like, star. She wrestled, at, she she got brought over for Ring of Honor at the fucking, she wrestled the Garden last year. That match just went up on YouTube. I may watch it. I don't know if I'll be able to, to be honest, but, like... And my mind has just been reeling from this for the past, you know, 24 hours for a ton of reasons, you know, like racism in Japan, mental health in Japan, like Terrace House, like this fucking Terrace House, man. This was like our one Terrace House was our like respite from the madness. You know, it's supposed to be our nice little safe space where you watch these, you know, hot young people live their lives and the highest stakes were like, you know, somebody ate somebody's, you know, beef that a customer gave them at the hair salon. That was like, that was like the biggest scandal that ever happened on Terrace House. And I don't know what decisions have been made on the production side or why they chose to or what role they played in how they framed this incident you know that aired a couple weeks ago I don't think the show can ever come back I don't think it should I think Terrace House is done at this point like right. how, how how do you how do you justify that and uh, somebody pointed on Reddit that like you also have to remember like shame and responsibility are like the go to or like the defining ethos of Japanese culture to a lot strong degree. Like you, right. t- you take responsibility. And at the end of the day, 
I th- believe she was still a cast member. They had shut down production because of the pandemic. Um, like, put it this way. A girl who was on the show when Hannah arrived and left before Hannah, um, one of the big reasons she left was because she couldn't take the shit she was t- eating. We've mentioned before, Terrace House does not isolate people like no. a big, like a big brother. They no. see what the panel says about them. They are exposed it's to what the so com- weird. They're exposed to what the commenters are saying. And I used to think that was like part of the show's charm. And now I'm like, maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they shouldn't have ever done that. Because like this Emika girl, I haven't seen this episode yet, but from what I gather, like that was a huge reason about why she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like. I'm getting tore the fuck up and getting called, you know, a slut and a flirt and, you know, whatever, because I'm just trying to like live, live my life and figure things out. I'm also 22, like a child and, you know, they cut to the panel and the like token dickhead on the panel is like, well, that's what you get for being on the show. Like you didn't have to be on the show. You knew this, you know, you knew this could happen. You came on anyway. So just deal with it. Um, like you're not trying to pro- you're not trying to protect these people like at all like and this is true of all reality I guess like all re- reality in general all reality shows like you're profiting off of these people and you do nothing to protect them basically so you know they've already they had two more episodes in the can that they said they were going to air um they are not I don't know if they ever come back or resume production or if they do it at all like, and also, as I was talking to another friend, like, and this is maybe what's the most fucked up about it, what I'm having the hardest time dealing with is like, cool, I have just been watching the last months of a woman's life. Yeah, that's really messed up. <laughs> like, I just added her on Instagram last week. And I know enough Japanese now to know that her final stories on Instagram, where she was like smiling and cuddling her cat said, I love you, live a long, happy life. I'm sorry. So, I don't even know what to say about it, Kate and friends. Like, it's really rough and it's really done a number on me. This poor fucking girl is 22 years old and she deserves so much better than that. It's just fucked up. It's really hard when, when babies. So, that's so young. And, you know, shouts have just, if there's been any consolation, it's just been, like, reading, the, reading from the Terrace House people has been tough, um, because obviously they're all, like, just, you know, demolished by this, um, the one story I saw that I think kind of sums it up nicely by a guy named, uh, Will Ospreay, who's a, uh, he wrestles for, um, I think he wrestles in new Japan. He's an indie guy. Notably has like refused to work for the WWE. He does a lot of work in Japan. He posted this, uh, he posted this yesterday. I remember attending a Shinkiba show in stardom and I hang out backstage After the show, I was waiting around 
uh, and watched a video on my phone. For the life of me, I can't remember what I was watching. But Hannah popped her head out and said, hey, Osprey, what you watching? She sat next to me to watch this video on my phone for like five minutes. And as it finished, she said, I don't understand. I laughed and looked at her and said, why did you stay then? And she replied, I want to be with Osprey. Girl had no idea what was being said on the video, but wanted to keep me company while I was on my own. We don't speak the same language, but she cared so much about everyone she met. I love you so much, Hannah. You brightened every day I saw you. Too fucking young. And also, shouts to AEW who had an event last night and, you know, took time to honor her despite her, like, not working for them or really having done any work in the States, but, you know, acknowledging that, uh, that fraternity and sorority of wrestlers, y'all just, it's okay to get like invested or like irritated with people you see on these things or characters or writers or directors, but fuck, like, can we just be like 15% nicer about it? Like, this is how I feel about the world right now. I'm not even asking you to change your entire, like, ethos, but, like, give me 15%. I will try to be 15% nicer, but, like, you just try for 15% more empathy, 15% more compassion, 15% more. Just more. She was so beautiful, Kate. She was 22 and she's gone for bullshit. She had her whole fucking life in this world broker. And that's really hard to. That's real hard to get through. Rest in peace to Hannah Kimura. Um, and now this is the, you know, mom and me mm. that if your <laughs> life has been impacted by suicide or you are having suicidal thoughts, there is a Crisis Services Canada phone number, which is one eight three three four five six four five six six. 456 456 that will, they, they help with suicide prevention and support, and if you need them, they will, you can connect with them and they will help you. There's also a Wikipedia page of crisis lines for, um, I believe, all the countries that have them, or at least a lot of countries that have them. So if you are not in Canada and you are in a crisis, please reach out because there will be people there who will listen. We will also include uh, links and numbers in the description uh, for this episode, should you need them. And y'all wonder why I spend 90% of my recreational time watching voice actresses on YouTube do stupid shit. Because I just just need something happy, y'all. There are a lot of, especially right now, a lot of very hard things going on in the world. And I don't think talking about or entertaining yourself any type of escapism is I don't think it's a bad thing 
you know, the things that people uh, spent money on in the Depression were food and entertainment. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's okay. I think it's okay to wire our brains to be positive and to enjoy those things that make us positive, even if it's for a little while, because we do have a lot of hard things to deal with in the world. You know, COVID-19 for a lot of places is getting better and for some is it? Um, so there's a lot of, you know, frustrations in the world and heartache. And then when we confront things like this, it can just compound those hard things. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to, uh, you know, after this, after we finish recording, I'm going to, uh, pop my earbuds in and listen to some beautiful music and, uh, go for a long walk and, hope for a world that is 15% more. <sighs> Friends, I have no segue. Well, There's sometimes no... it's good to acknowledge that. We're not going to do the news thing where they just go, and now puppies. <laughs> we're going to say, we're going to say, we don't have a segue. It's very hard to change topics. But like I said, sometimes it's okay to talk about the fun things in life. As well as the bad ones. I mean, maybe I could have, like, you know, put a music break in here, like NPR or something, and then come back. But <laughs> I think it's okay to acknowledge it. I actually like that we're acknowledging it because I often find that it's a really weird transition when you go from, like, and the fire killed 36 people. And now to you about the weather, Jeff. Like, I just think that's very strange. Well, the weather's really nice out today. So we're yeah. not going to spend any time uh, watching things that we have watched this week. Like, Kate? Yeah? You want me to go into all the things I watched this week? Sure. Oh, my gosh. So many things. Oh, you had a busy week. So I didn't think you were going to have much I this week. To be. I don't know why I thought I, that. I, but It's probably because I've been doing all this walking. <laughs> And I'm trying to, like, not be online, but I guess it just, over the last couple of days, I've I've watched a lot. And because we do the show on Sunday mornings, by and large now, mm -hmm. I have, like, all of Sunday that I'm sort of watching things. Well, here I thought we were um, recording on Sunday morning so you could, like, go out and be active and do things with Senior Correspondent. Well, no, it's going to rain today. Oh, is it? And it wasn't, for, yeah. What? It's supposed to rain in Hamilton. I don't know what. It's supposed to rain early evening here. It was actually supposed to be raining now. And right now I'm just sad because I'm not outside. I mean, I'm not sad because I'm with you no. and that's fun. <laughs> but, that's you know, um, I actually, I figured out that at some point I could take my computer outside and do the show. In theory, yes, you could. Yeah. Um, but now on to things that I watch. Some good, some bad. Hit me. Uh, Harley Quinn, new episode. Fuck, I still haven't watched a single um, frame of that yet. Okay, spoilers. Um, yeah, go ahead. It's It's been around, and I actually ran into it before I'd seen the episode. Uh, Harley and Ivy kiss. Yeah, I got. I knew uh, that because I got feedback from the listeners that, like, they really enjoyed that, like... <laughs> You were behind espousing how uh, wonderful all these strong female friendships were. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> when they all turned into romance by the end. And I understand. I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I think my only hope is that for some, some way, 
Harley, Ivy, and Kite Man make it work. Like, that's what my hope is. Um, or that they are acknowledge, like, they have feelings for each other, but they, like, maybe shouldn't be in a relationship. That mm. would be a very grown-up thing, I think. <laughs> um, next, Shira. I talked about how last week, how, like, I was, like, five episodes in, and I was, like, really happy. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, Seems to Wrong be the... Hordak was the star of the show. Wrong Hordak? His name is Wrong Hordak. You'd have to watch it to understand. Um, it was great. It was really, really well done. Um, Did I mention that Hordak was my nickname in grade school? What? Hordak was my nickname in grade school, yeah. What a twist! Well, How could... is this only come up now? I don't know. It was like Masters of the Universe was huge, right? And like... Hordak as a toy and in comics already existed as like Skeletor's boss, but we didn't know that they were yeah. going to put him on the girl show after that. Right. Um, and because, yeah, I don't know, Jordan, Hordak, it's going to happen. <laughs> okay. It was okay. Only, only for like a couple years. It didn't like follow me into adulthood, but yeah, for like a couple years. Hordak oh, was it my has name. now, Jordan. It has <laughs> now. Or should I say Hordak? Welcome to the Geek Down Podcast with Caitlin McKinnon and Wrong Hordak. <laughs> um... I watched the first episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine of the, I don't think it's, I think it's the new, it's the new season. Yeah, they're wicked fast on um, Netflix. The day after the finale airs, it goes on yeah, Canadian so Netflix. I, I want to say like newish season, funny as usual. Um, you, t- you tell Kate uh, never goes on the show, uh, on the show Twitter or she would have given me shit for that thing I posted. What did you post? It was a Guardian review of the season of that season saying that it was shit and that it jumped the shark. Well, the Guardian is the worst anyways. That was basically just like, no one tell Kate that was right. <sighs> anyways, um, I watched an episode of The Midnight Gospel. I've been, Which, I've been avoiding it. I think you should. The people I know who like it are not people whose opinions I wouldn't. Are they weird? Are they really weird? Do they smoke a lot of weed? Yes. Okay. It's, I'm sure it's great for people who smoke weed or do other drugs because it's just, it's like, it's basically a, a conversation where I think they have like points they need to get to or something. Ultimately, it's a half hour show. Yeah. So they got to. But it's basically just a conversation, what I can tell between two people. He's a journalist, About, right? The character is a journalist or. Kind of. He's like an interdimensional journalist, kind of. And then he hops in a giant um, vagina and goes visits people. Yeah, and like, the, we only watched the first episode, and it was just this very chaotic kind of, it wasn't even, it was like, the narrative was more going on in the background with the animation. Well, it's like the conversation the, was just about legalizing drugs. Yeah, if the dudes, like if the dudes who made Adventure Time didn't have to worry them, you know, concern themselves with making something palatable to children, this is what they would make, and they made it. Yeah, but it wasn't even that. Like the this, it was a it was a conversation that had weird, just like plot pins, and then. But that was it. And then once they had that conversation, then they made an animation that had nothing to do with the conversation in the background. Like it was, it's very disjointed. So if you like that kind of thing, go ahead. I probably won't watch another episode (laughs) unless I am outrageously stoned. Um, I did end up watching Dead Still, 
Oh, okay. You were very amped um, about it. Yeah, I Uh-oh. I liked the main character, who is the gentleman who does the uh, photography. He's the mm-hmm. photographer. Um, and I really liked the he uh, gentleman who digs uh, graves, who wants to get into, um, I'm going to call it mortuary photography. I don't know if that's the actual term. And then I liked the niece, but I hated her dresses. Someone needs to fix what's going on with the fashion. Someone needs to, it's very frustrating. Um, and it was actually, there, this, there was two episodes. Um, and they're basically, it's, the narrative is strung together. It, it's not like Monster of the Week, but it's, it sort of is. Like it's, there is a, a like the number one um, plot line that's going on. And then, which is usually who he's taking the photograph for. And then there's the number two in the background and a number three with the police officer. So there's like layers, which I like. Um, and the second episode was very funny. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, and there are some very funny, dark humor parts. So by and large, really enjoyed it. Um, we'll stick with it. Hopefully they'll be releasing other episodes soon. Um, but right now there's just episodes one and two. And then um, I I don't know if I mentioned it or not last week, but there was a show that had popped up while I was looking on Acorn called Queens of Mystery. <laughs> no, I think I would have remembered that. So it's a, basically a mystery show plus um, a Oh, six feet under? No. Uh, what's the one with the pie maker? Oh my god! Fuck. Not dead like me. It's the same guy though who did dead like me. Pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. It is basically those like a a a, a wacky mystery show plus dead dead like uh, pushing daisies <laughs> like combined. Like the narration is done the same and the music is done the same and. Anyways, it, it was okay. Um, what I was frustrated about was the main character who plays the detective. There are some things that I wanted her to get faster. Um, but maybe there, well, we'll see how that goes. Um, right now, I've only watched the first episode, or the first story. Again, it's split into two. I think this is a common thing um, where they, like, it's one basically plot line, but they split it into two episodes. Um, so I've watched one and two. I'll see there's uh, two more sets, so three and four and five and six, and I'll probably end up watching those. The It's basically this woman who, um, there's a mystery about her mother who disappeared, and she was raised by her three aunts who are all mystery writers, which, of course, I love. God. Oh, my God. And she, she becomes a police detective. Um and anyway, so it's it's pretty delightful. I, I feel like they haven't quite nailed the quirkiness. Like they either have to go a little bit more into the quirkiness or a little bit less, but I'm hoping, you know, three episodes, right? Like I'm hoping by third episode they've they've nailed that. Um and that's T V. Do you wanna know about movies, Jordan? Tell me about movies, Kate. Well, I watched the very classic and always appreciated First Wives Club. Oh, my. With Jacqueline for movie night. <laughs> She'd never seen it. What? Um, 
I think it's one of the many movies that made me famous in the 90s. It's probably fair. Um, and then senior correspondent Chris and I decided we were going to embark on an adventure. An adventure, Jordan. you say? Yes. What, what was your adventure? The adventure was called Underworld. And the five other movies. Oh. Or no, yeah, five oh. other movies. Oh. Wow. In the underworld. You all I, had saga. too much time this week. So I had seen the first underworld a couple of times. I don't know why I'd seen it multiple times. You really only need to see that movie once. But maybe two other times, three other times. Um, so we watched it again just to, you know, get a starting point. And I hadn't seen any of the others, and neither had senior correspondent Chris. So we watched number two yesterday. Uh-huh. And that was – I like, I have to say, they're weirdly inde- independent movies. Like they, they're – what's it called? Uh, film gems or cinema gems or something like that and some other – it's just like one guy who owns this production studio. And they've done actually quite a, a lot. I think they did Million Dollar Baby and a couple of other things that did quite well. And they did Underworld, which did well financially. I mean, it was panned, of course. Mm. But if you don't go into those movies thinking that they're going to be masterpieces, then it's actually like this weirdly fun time. Like It just doesn't make any sense. It's kind of like the vampire werewolf version of um, – Oh no, uh, uh, Keanu Reeves. He fights people, assassins. Um, uh, John Wick. Hey, there we go. It's like the it's like the John Wick movies, but with vampires and and werewolves. It like lots of things don't make any sense. Um, there are a lot of like casualties, <laughs> innocent bystander casualties. Um, it's like this dark underworld. Anyway, so I'm interested to see what um, the third movie holds, The Rise of the Lycans, uh, with one of our favorites on the show, Michael Sheen. <laughs> Michael Sheen's in that. Interesting. Yeah, he's a, he, well, he was in the first one. Technically, he was in the second one as a corpse. Um, but, yeah. He's, Michael Sheen shows up in all kinds of things. And then the only other uh, update I have, besides I have a couple points of news but we can get to that after but the one other update i have is i don't know if i've talked about it but in the close-ish future i am going to be having children um and i bought a book it's called it's part of the what to expect series like what to expect when you're expecting that's Mm -hmm. like the you know this is what to expect before you're expecting um and there are a lot of things that can go wrong Jesus. Hasn't freaked me out at all. Um, but anyways, yeah, so those are my updates. You can always count on the Geek Down Pod to just really just keep hitting you with the <laughs> with the feel good facts, y'all. Well babies are feel good. Also squishy. Yeah. I guess. What what are your news items? Um, well speaking of Michael Sheen. <laughs> Uh, when when are we not? And, when are we not speaking of Michael Sheen? <laughs> Michael Sheen and David Tennant are in a thing together. They've been in a number of things together. No, they haven't. They were in Good they Omens were in good together. Omens, that ju- that just happened. 
Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, they haven't been much, like, they've been friends for a long time. You're, you're coming with it amped, like, um, this is, oh, my God, it's the first time, it's like, girl, like, last year they were in Good Omens, like, it's cool. I <laughs> said they're in a thing together, like, because it was so great that they were in that other thing together, <laughs> and there's not going to be, you know, Good Omens Part 2, Electric Boogaloo, like, it's done. Um, So, the show is going to be a lockdown comedy called Stage, and I... I it's six 15-minute episodes for BBC One. Uh, they will play the cast of a furloughed West End theater production during the coronavirus pandemic. Fun premise. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so that's just, that's nice news. Um, and then really super fucking exciting news, Jordan. Super, super fucking exciting. Yeah. Uh, Tuka and Birdie are back. Oh, my God. <laughs> For, for you, for you, that's a, this is exciting news. Who bought it? Uh, Adult Swim. Oh, which is where it should have been anyway. Which that's how I feel about it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so excited. Caitlin was real big on Tuca and Birdie. I was, and it is one of the best written shows I've ever watched. And I'll fight anyone who disagrees. That's all I got. That's all I got. Um, that was my very, like, packed week full of entertainment. Oh, of course, date night. <laughs> Spider-Man turn out the dark. Uh, <laughs> Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, fine. <laughs> God. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> I bet it was. Um... Like I said, I didn't. I don't really have much to talk about this week because I've been watching Terrace House, and that's now ruined. So, um, I will say, you know, forgetting all of the other terrible things regarding Terrace House we just talked about, they were definitely like, I don't know what they were trying to do in the first place because they were getting like mad international with the latest with the last batch that was coming in, right? Like. We already had Pepe, who was born and raised in Italy. And then we had this girl, Vivi, who was just straight up Russian. She's like a blonde white girl. And, like, when she walked in, she played a joke on the other two to say, like, she spoke, she acted like she didn't know Japanese. Like, she came in speaking English, and the look on the other two girls' faces were like, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I, she did it long enough that even I was like, I was like, you know, texting my friend Alex, who, you know, we keep... We're always giving each other takes on Terrace House. And I was like, this chick doesn't even speak Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> but she did. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm never watching Terrace House again. Um, I found a great channel that has all, like, the Aqua live streams and, like, fan events that they've done. I don't know what it is with, like, just voice actor fandoms where it's like, they always really want... the. Yuri is real big in that fan community. Like, they really want to... They play into that a lot. Right. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's cute, I guess. It's fun to watch them be gay with each other. Um, And just watching them, like, play out of type. The girl who plays Chica from Aqua, she's, like, much more of a tomboy. And every time they make her do anything, um, you know, cute or sexy, she, like, freaks the fuck out and hates it. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. So we mentioned that one of the ultimate memes from... Love Live was when Rikako drew an elephant. The other ultimate meme from Aqua Fandom is 
three of them, so they always have subunits, right? There's always, like, trios within the nine that have their own, like, songs or whatever. Um, usually right. ba- usually based on voting. Like, they'll put up some combinations, and then fans vote for the uh, combinations they want, and then that becomes a subunit. So this was a, it was like a, they were doing some sketch, I don't know what it was, and it was Sharon, which is spelt like crayon, but the letters are all mixed up. Um, and it's... Uh, it's the actress who plays Chica, the actress who plays Yo, and the actress who plays Ruby. And Ruby is, like, in Aqua. Ruby was a big, like, hurdle for me to get over in Aqua fandom, because it's the, like, super girly, scared-of-everything character. Like, like I'm sure she's meant to be the protect character for a lot of fans, but I just found her annoying. Um, right. And I don't know what sketch they were doing, but they were had to do some, like, punishment game sketch where... It's sexy tutors, basically. They were supposed to be sexy tutors. And so the one girl's like, I keep studying. I can't get this. And the girl who plays Chica, like, comes in. Basically, they're, like, catcalling it. They're all there. Like, the whole cast is there. But the other six are, like, at the table, like, heckling them. And she comes in, and she's got, like, her finger at her mouth. And she's like, she's like, are you having trouble? Is there anything I can do to help? And they're basically like, are you, like, like what are you right now? Are you, are you a dude? Like, what's... And the sketch is terrible. It's just like, there's someone who even better than me who can help you. And they get the, then they call in the actress who plays like the young first year protect girl. And she's very, she is a small herself. And she comes in, it's like, it's that legendary sexy tutor. And she comes in this terrible, like hair flip that she does as she walks into the shot. And then she tries to be quote, sexy. Oh, no. And she basically like just puts her hands on her head and goes like, eh, 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 and like <laughs> Kurt like Betty boops and like hey yeah, eh. and they're fucking dying at how bad this girl is botching whatever that's supposed to be. They're like, what? Is- that's sexy. Like what? So the- for years, at like to this day, this girl can't like do anything without somebody making fun of her for this. That's um, that was amazing. And it was fun. And I just found a link to a subtitle of a stream they did. Cause they're winding down. Aqua is winding down if they're not done completely. Um, of a stream they did in January after the big ninth anniversary, uh, festival where like Muse reunited and shit like that. And it seems like it's going to be pretty feelsy cause it's a, there's a lot of talk, a lot of letters that got sent in from people like me who were like, fuck Aqua, Muse or, Muse or die. <laughs> um, <laughs> letters from people like me who were like that and are now kind of coming around and appreciating the work that they've put in over the years and being like, yeah, it ain't that bad. And so there's a lot of shot of these girls, like just, you know, tearing up as <laughs> tearing up in gratitude that the work they have done, you know, got through reached people's hearts, you know, shit like that. Um, the only other thing I did of note, um, while we were recording just now, friends, I had to get a call from FedEx to talk about the stupidest record I've ever bought. Look forward to that. Probably going to be doing a big, oh. Probably going to be doing a big haul video, uh, either on, uh, I'll, I'll resurrect the geek down Instagram or, uh, post it on Twitter I'm breaking down so all, excited. all the stupid records that I've bought, but this is the stupidest Caitlin will attest. Oh, it's so stupid. It's the, it is it's the stupid. dumbest purchase, especially now as they're calling me to tell me I have to pay duty on it as well. And import fees, bastards. It's a pandemic. Capitalism is dying. We don't need to do this. Um, 
So that was one part. And I mentioned on a previous episode that I was digging back into these uh, these Wax Poetics anthologies that I bought. Uh, now that I like yep. have been collecting records for five years and like know who the people being written about are. So I really uh, dug into those this weekend. It made it a real like you know multimedia experience. I had the headphones plugged into the iPad, and if somebody was breaking down, if Danny Crivet was breaking down his twelve favorite twelve inches, I would uh, fire up either on YouTube or Spotify, whatever he was talking about, and play it while I read the little write up. And yeah, it's just a nice little, nice little multimedia musical education experience for a Saturday or whatever day that was. That's really all all I have done, aside from realizing that, like, I have too many iPad games, and I timed myself one day on how long it took to do, like, the bare minimum on all of them. Yep. Like, log in, get your dailies, do whatever you have to do to get all the daily rewards. There are four of these. It took two hours, Caitlin. Yep. That's two hours of your life. I was disgusted i am disgusted you should just pick one with myself you want to talk about the like whole like you know feeling depressed because like things you're not happy with that you realize the trip was glossing over yeah the trip excitement about the trip was glossing over probably glossing over the fact that just mornings entire mornings were going by flicking shit on my ipad um it's not even just happy tech games yo Epic Seven is like a second job. Like, what's Epic Seven? We've talked. I've talked about Epic Seven before. It's the it's the RPG that I started playing on my iPad. Um, oh my god! Like a million years ago. Yeah, like last month. I still do that. Let's just break down. So they have like you know the free dailies. The basic are like you know. There's like seven tasks that you do that gets you like you know thirty of the premium currency every day. Um, you have to do seven of these things. Two of them are like five battles. So it's like complete arena. Well, you have to do five fights in the arena and then you have to do a hunt and then you have to do your free summon of the day. And then you have to do the spirit altar, which is on some other, you know, boss dungeon where you get like special items. Now it does let you fly on autopilot. Like I could go on the map, click a couple buttons and the game will just play itself five times. I'm right. generally playing Grand Theft Auto while I'm doing that. Like, <laughs> the point is, I You're need to go. Good. The point is, I need to go for a fucking walk. That's what we're talking about here, friends. And like Kate said, maybe just give up on some of these. Bang Dream, they have an event going right now. I'm like, just I played three songs a day and get like, you know, I'm gonna max out the rewards there. We're not trying to tier anymore. That's my thing. I need to stop being concerned about tiering. Meaning, like, getting high score above a certain point, like. That's when I really lose it is when I focus on that. And I just need to, I just need to let that go because I'm never going to make top three. So just accept it. Get your 200 free stars at the end of the event and move it along. So friends, I think that's it. Apologies for a weird sort of meandering. I don't. Not down, not up. (laughs) Are they? I hope they are. They, they're used to it by now. I think they just want to hear our voices at this point. <laughs> no, we're out here. Just want to make sure that we're okay. They want, to, want, they want to know that they can rely on us to be there every week. And we will be. And and not hmm. only that, but that we are, in fact, human and not robots. We are certainly that. This week, I wish I was a robot, but unfortunately, I'm not. So I had to feel stupid feelings. 
let's just tamp those back down into the bottom of our gut and not think about them anymore. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm all about like weep into your coffee, self-expression, write something. So I'm going to head on out into these streets and try to be alone with my thoughts. I'll probably get four blocks before I decide I hate everybody and just turn around and come home. Cause I know y'all can't properly social distance, but I'm going to give it the old college. One of those big hoops. <laughs> just like a big Pilates hoop. Just like maintains, <laughs> maintain social distance yeah. at all times. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Friends. I got to call about paying the duty on this record first. Um, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to try not to uh, burn the neighboring building down when my neighbors start acting up again. Friends, thank you for indulging us and spending this time with us. If you'd like to reach us, we are on Twitter at GeekdownPod. Or we are on Facebook as well. But I mean, really, if the the best thing you can do for your life right now is just avoid Facebook. Um, it's in general. This is a general rule, probably. Don't give rules to people. <laughs> Don't give rules to people. We live in a society, Caitlin. Friends, hopefully next week's episode will uh, not be so fraught emotionally. No promises, but we'll do our best. We hope you are taking care of yourself. Stay safe. Stay sane. Rest in peace to Hannah Kimura. Be 15% better, y'all. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. The theme song is by Rob Gasser, and I hope that you will join us next week for another great episode of Geek Down Podcast. So it's just exciting that they're in another thing together. Hold on, Kate. The entire cast of the Wild Ones are outside my apartment right now. (laughs) This is another fun element of warm weather in my neighborhood. If I don't have the Greek family of 30 out there having uh, having a barbecue in the parking lot. I have Captain Midlife. They're not social distancing. I have Captain Midlife Crisis with his hog. Yes, smile child, you are correct in coming to the balcony and looking quizzically. This is not normal behavior. (laughs) 